process is Black and White, where two friends examine the trials and tribulations of starting their individual businesses with their cultural differences and similarities, along with whatever else accompanies them on their journey. Each week, they will discuss a few chapters from books that will transform you from being a wantrepreneur to an entrepreneur. Here's Vernon and Devin. Last evening, Devin. Tuesday. We're a little Tuesday behind evening, again. Right? We're still yeah, getting back Tuesday. to the re- regular routine. Yeah, Tuesday evening, right? Um, yeah, man. So, I birthdays. Birthday. So, when is your birthday? September twenty first. Okay, so your birthday will be coming around. I was thinking about this. Like, yo, we didn't talk anything about birthdays our first year. No. I don't remember having any birthday okay. conversation. Because apparently um, neither one of us are birthday people. I was just about to say that was my question. Like, um, birthdays, what, what, anything? I mean, I use them as a checkpoint a little bit for like okay. general stuff, right? Like, you know, you're you're counting down towards death, right? So okay. like, it's it's good to it's good to take note, like. Am I missing anything? Am I am I on target? Right for like whatever target is. So like I'm checking in on my weight. How's that? How's that doing? Uh, check in on like my finances a little bit maybe. You know, am I am I saving enough? And the answer to both those things is okay and yes. <laughs> right. So weight's doing okay. Finances are okay. So you know that's about it. But I don't much care. Just another day to me. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, you don't really care either. You know, it's interesting. I don't use my birthday as a barometer for anything right now. Like, at all. I use the year. I use the calendar year as, like, my barometer for everything. My birthday just kind of goes... Um. School's getting closer. You know what I mean? Like, like, like that. That's probably the only barometer that I use my birthday for. Like, football season is right around the corner. Uh, oh, baseball trade deadline. It, 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 we're up on it. Like, th- those are the only things. I and it's mainly because I remember, as a child, my birthday and the major events that happened around my birthday. You know, um, the trade for uh what was it cliff lee i believe happened oh yeah the first on the, my birthday the first. The first time around right trade yeah, okay. yep. yeah yeah i remember that was a trade deadline deal i remember had my birthday and yeah i guess your, your birthday is right deadline. around a trade deadline so you probably were yep. there for you probably remember it for Roy was well you remember for like yeah all I, the big I, remember, gets. I remember being out uh having people over at the house and i'm driving listening to sports talk radio and we signed Roy Oswalt. Then I remember, so that Cliff was first. Roy was the next one. Then I remember uh, a couple years later signing Hunter Pence. I was at the Melting Pot on my way to the Melting Pot, and on the radio. Oh, yeah, let's go. Hunter we, Pence. I was, at, I was at that game. Yeah, Hunter Pence. Hunter Pence's first game. Yeah, yep. fun game. I remember that. Uh, you know, I also remember 
you know, training camp for the Eagles is kicking off. So I'm like, oh, you know, usually they they report for training camp right around my birthday. Um, and typically, like, you know, for my kids, we start to get, like, school shopping lists and all that. Uh, sure. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. But that's it, man. My, my birthday doesn't, there's nothing else that, like, you know, that I really do much for my birthday. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I don't, um, I, I, I do think, you know, I was thinking this because I know that you've been doing, you've been doing some good, like, stuff better for your health, right? I saw you mm-hmm. drinking your water and everything. You're, you're making those decisions. And I, I was thinking, like, one of the things that birthdays and, you know, New Year's, like, those kinds of things are good for is checking in on those, like, sort of weirdly long forever goals, right? So other than that, I don't really see the point. But yeah. checking in on your weirdly long forever goals, like, it, you know, I don't know that we would do it for the podcast, but, like, are we still – at some point we should ask, like, do we enjoy doing the podcast? Yeah, do we want to do we want to keep doing it? You know what I mean? Maybe we'll do it next year on the podcast birthday. Yeah. Something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. Like those are interesting questions to ask cuz you got to wonder like at some point this will have lived its course maybe, right? Or maybe yeah. we just keep yeah. going and maybe know, it goes in a different form, who knows. Exactly. Yeah, it's a different form. Yeah. So like I think birthdays are good for that. But other than that, mm, I don't know. Yeah. I, and I, and there are birthday people and I'm not a me guy. As much as I like fake as a me guy, you know, maybe the Leo in me at times fakes as a me guy. But I, I'm i more of a, I like to see other people celebrate it. And I'm more into like, I want to know what you think about something. So like, for instance, I get more satisfaction like cooking for other people now than I do eating myself because I'm more excited about seeing like me, you know, wow someone else or somebody put a smile reacts on to someone a delicious else. meal. Yeah, someone else. You know, it's all it, it's it's not necessarily like maybe it's me in a, in a way. You know what I mean? I'm I'm looking for like people to go, "Man, what a great great job making this meal." Um but I'm not a me like, "Hey, I want everybody to like give me birthday wishes on my birthday." In fact, that's one of those things where it's not annoying, but it's just kind of like, you know, thanks. I don't know how many times I can say thanks every day. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Um, Let's talk about, we haven't had like a business update episode in a hot minute. Yeah. Um, What's going on? Well, it's so funny. We got, so Rodney is now, um, like one, like asking what's next, and and usually when he's asking what's next, it means we aren't plugging in, mm. you know, because he's usually like, out of the three of us, he's usually the one that is last to be the vocal about it. Like he'll do it in other ways, mm. you know. Like he's always like down to do whatever, but in terms of like. The, yo, what's up? Where we at? What's next? What we doing? That guy usually comes from me or Kunta. I'm usually probably first one to, the, the, you know. Whose spidey sense that. goes off. Yeah. And then Kunta's probably second. And then when Rodney does it, it really means, like, we're not active. 
or it's been too long since we've been active. Mm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we got, I mean, it's, we're at a point where we're still, you know, we still getting our periodic cells off of spices still. So that's sure. still rolling. But as far as events, we got, we had an opportunity to do one this week. I don't, I don't know if Kunta made it out to it. Cause I wasn't able to attend, so I got to reach back out to him and see if he was able to make it out. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff we just missed on. We just didn't have the opportunity, and I, and I'm realizing like I remember last year I was I was saying how we should it'd be nice to be able to do something like every day. I mean every Saturday in the summer, and now when you get realistic with what that looks like, there's what maybe 15 to 18 Saturdays of like summer, you know what I mean? And you got a you family. Know, and you got a family, you know, you yeah. got, you got a family and you know, they're going to want to want a beach one day. They're going to want to go to vacation for one of those Saturdays. They're going to want to And you want to do those course. things. Yes. And I want to do those things. As well. <laughs> I want to, I want to take them to the park. I want to, and then yeah. you, you compound that with is three of us. So sure. that means that a whole month can disintegrate easily because one weekend I'm going to the beach. The next weekend, Rodney's taking his family to the beach. The next weekend, Kunta's taking his family to the beach. And then that third week, that fourth weekend, oh, you know, there's a party here and I got to go to this thing. Someone's getting married. So he's got to go to this thing. And before you know it, like six weeks went by and we got blacked out dates. You know what I mean, and that and yeah. that's where we the momentum got lost when we did the first uh, pop up event that we led ourselves. Is that we were like, you know, oh, is this week good for you? I was like, ah, nah, I got this thing. And this week good for you, and we went through the whole month of July, and it was just like July strapped. So right now we're looking at um, the end of August, early September, uh, doing an event um, out in the park similar style donation type situation um just as a fundraiser but yeah it's tough so it's got me thinking about other stuff um how to take a, a step that is um you know we 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 the three of us have talked about different things and I don't know if we're going to do them or not, but we talked about like, just like being able to have, you know, something where we don't all have to be there, but something that we can start building towards that, that is a little more tangible and it'll maybe help us figure out what it is that our next step is going to be. So, and that, and that's very vague because it's a lot of things. Of course. Yeah. It it sounds vague because it is vague. Yeah. We even start thought about like moving away from being the, for lack of better words, being the talent right now. We're the talent. Sure. And we thought about like, well, what can we do so that we're not the talent? And especially we're not the only talent because then that means we got to book the shows and play the shows, you know, and we all have to be there. You yeah, know, and that's so, not necessarily what you want. <laughs> and that's not even really doable at a large scale. 
it's only doable for like one out of every seven weekends. You know, like that's what we did this summer. We basically did like one out of every seven weekends. We were able to like, you know, do something. Yeah. You know, so we did about four events this summer, four or five different events. Um, you know, but at this point it just, the impact, it's going to, it's going to take a long time. If that's the yeah. rate that we can do things at, it's going to take a long time. Yeah. So, you know, we got to continue to focus on other ways to just build our brand, you know? Yeah. You know and what that, you should do. Yeah, email strategies and all of that. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and that and that's where it's gotta go. Even just continue to be active on social media. You yeah, know, I mean, the, like, like just continue to be active. The difference between those two things, right? Is so obviously shipping the the stuff is work and stuff's kept at your house, so that's work it's on you, right? But it's really not that much work. No. It's really not. And the other stuff plays to all three of your strengths. It's just, I don't necessarily know. I, I mean, I'm not the boss of you, but it's also not what you imagine your business to be. You know what I mean? Like you don't think of, you guys don't think of yourself as internet entrepreneurs. No, but you are, and the value that you can provide is being successful in internet entrepreneurs. Like that's yeah, where you yeah. would really provide value. Yeah. Well, and at least even for ourselves, just to like, we can, we can still be us and incorporate that into that internet. So like more videos of us in our message. You know, getting back to that stuff. We got out of that because the thrill of, like, being us was like watching a running quarterback go back and use his legs uh, just because it feels comfortable. Sure. But quickly I'm learning that, like, oh, that's not sustainable. No way. No way can the three of you maintain that. What the three of you have, realistically, is three hours a week each. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. And that and that's like that's a fight. That's a fight. That's a fight. Like and I mean, fight. I know this cuz I don't have kids. And I have 6 hours a week. Yeah. Yeah. So, if I have like there's no way that you guys have 8 hours a week. You just don't. Yeah. And so the way you do it, it's a different business. You know what I mean? But the way you do it is you scale through writing, through videos. Yeah. Email. Podcast. All those things. Like that's how you scale. You. Yeah. You just keep developing content. Yeah, well the content is the point. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, totally. Just keep making For what content. for what you guys are doing cuz you're not trying to get rich. Yes. True. So like, sure. why are you like it? Like, what you're trying to do is show people how to do it themselves. Yeah. No, nah, we don't, gotta get. You don't do that by like having an event. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nah, you're right. We gotta we gotta keep we gotta keep going on just the content. Keep building the brand. And the more we build the brand, as we build the brand, we could be doing other stuff on the side. 
100%. But if we, and that's the way I'm looking at it now. Like, imagine if we build the brand and we get a strong following. Let's just say we we get a following where we got 50,000 followers in the Philadelphia area. Just, just social media followers, whatever. Sure. Right? And then we decide to do something. I don't know. Food truck. Then it pops. Now it pops. Right. But if we try to do that now and then build a brand and try the food truck and all that all at the same time, that's when we're that's when we're in trouble. Well, and the other thing is is that the reality of your business this is why I push it so hard. I'm sorry to push it again. But the reality of your business is that what you really want to do is like, yeah, you kinda wanna start a business for the three of you. And it would be great if you guys like you know, the spices took off or a food truck took off or a restaurant took off or, you know, something three levels down from now that's like a whole different product took off. Like, that would be great. But really what you want to do is provide a template for other people that are similar to you to actually succeed when they try to start a business. That's really what you want to do. That is a much... That's not a business of, you know, it's definitely a business of show up at farmer's markets. It's definitely a business of have your, you know, three times a year, have your event. It's definitely a business of show up at Kingdom Keepers, you know what I mean? Like, and and be a part of, and like those parts of things, it's definitely that. But it's really, it's also like having an email campaign, having a podcast, having a video every two weeks that comes out. You know what I mean? Like, doing those sorts of things so that you can show other people the way. Cause that's what you really want to do. So people stop making t-shirts and calling it a business. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause, cause you're like, oh, I yes, you can make t-shirts, but there's more to it. And you've already seen that, but you just need to go the rest of the way. Yeah. True. I mean, I say all that, I say all that. And here I am. Not. Doing yeah. Where are you at? That's my next Dude, question. I'm not, I'm not doing anything. Nah. No, well, I mean a little bit. Like I, I had a, I had yeah, a customer lead, and I follow that. They like wrote back, and they were like, "No way!" They were all objections, right? Mm. And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I didn't even try to sell you anything, and you just came back objecting." You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so that's who that person is a little bit, right? So in the in a sense, probably the wrong customer, right? especially mm-hmm. for what I want right now. But nonetheless, I did like make a video reply and like, Hey, you know, I saw that I heard from your response. I read your response that you wanted to be able to print it. And this is how you can do that. Like these are available and kind of like showed him some other features that might be useful. He hasn't replied. So he's not mm. like interested, but basically what I'm going to do is every time I release a feature, I'm going to make a little video. Like here's the new feature that we have. Right. So I'll keep him on the hook, right? But it probably won't go anywhere. So I don't think he's truly interested. Because people, Damn. you know, uh, you know, it's it's okay to not be interested, also. But that doesn't mean that I should stop. Like that's the other thing. Like I still gotta. When somebody says no, or when when somebody says no, that's when you stop. But when somebody just is like, well, it doesn't have this. You go, well, actually, it does have this. <laughs> Here's this other thing that it has. Do you need this? Like, you just got to keep coming back at them. Yeah. At least totally. that's what they that's what they say, right? Yeah, yeah. No, nah, but you're right, though. 
So yeah. that's what I'm trying yeah. to do. But so I did that. Like, but other than that, I've been, you know, I'm trying kind of focused on this like job hunt situation and trying to get a new job. And so I've been sort of focused on that. And I haven't, I haven't popped into the comic shop to like talk to Kevin. So I need to kind of like refocus. So yeah. it's sort of similar to you guys. Maybe it's summertime, you know? Yeah, it could be. I also been thinking of like, I had some ideas for other blends and I haven't even really made any other season. It's, it's, it's almost, it's almost in a weird way, like kind of taking some of my creativity and excitement to create away just a tad bit 100 because i used to make like a different season every like every week that was like my fun thing to do i haven't made a season in since i made the last one well you know it's um which is jerk the last one was the jerk and i just stopped from from this perspective right like it was so exciting to get to one customer right really what i need to do is get to five right five is like such a big difference maker Cause then I'm getting a lot of inputs, right? Mm-hmm. And so in order to get to five, I need to like do some work on my side of the street in order to get to five, right? And none of that work is sexy. Mm. And in order for you to reasonably make another spice blend, you got to do some work on your side of the street. Yeah. None of it's sexy. None of it is. True. True. It's all good. I do need to start building like. I do need to start building like the uh, mailing list and all of that stuff again, you know. Get even just even just posting that, then being a, subscribing to the email, you know. Like the first week we posted like every day, like yeah, oh, please, yeah. you know. Here, here's the link to describe to subscribe to our email list. Want to know what's going on? Subscribe to our email list, and then it just I don't think I post that in a year. Yeah, well, and like uh, again. Because the stuff that you have to do now is like write an email drip campaign. How comfortable are you doing that? Not at all. You know how comfortable I am like just rolling into comic book shops and being like, hey, do you want to buy my app? Not at all. And that's what I should be doing. Well, and there's a way to do it where like we're creating something new here. So, I mean, I think as long as I think part of even with the drip campaign is the structure of it. It doesn't have to be, you know, what. So first of all, I'll put it, let me put it this way. A lot of our customers either don't open up their email or skips all of the, hey, this is Macy, 60% off, blah, blah, blah. Like skips all that nonsense anyway. So I think part of the advantage that we do have, the fact that we aren't trained in some very, you know, cookie cutter way of what that thing's supposed to look like, we can actually create something that looks different, feels different, you know, and like play. It's designed for your audience as opposed exactly. to everybody. Exactly. And just play though. Even just kind of like the season is. Just play. Just be up because we we're technically we're we are the customer that skips all of the drip band campaigns. Right. So, you know what I mean? So, like, I can use that also to my advantage. Like, I don't want to open up your drip campaign and see you talk about, you know, some sell where you're selling all clearance stuff. Like, tell me when this, when the polo sweatsuits are going to be in. Because right. I usually come late and they're all gone. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, like, I, 
I, you know, like that's the drip campaign I want. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so and learn how to make it for yourself. Exactly. So I think because well, you guys some... are your customer. Exactly. And it, it, dude, it's exactly. the same thing. Like this dude that was my customer, right? That I reached out yeah. to. He was clearly not my customer, right? Mm -hmm. I was, I'm clear on that, but I know where my customer is. I haven't gone in and done the work though. So mm -hmm. I don't know. We both, it sounds like you and me both have to go do the work. Yeah. Yep. So speaking of work, we had homework where we started, uh, Emma by Emma. Jane, Jane, by Jean Austen, Jane Austen, yeah. Jane Austen. And, uh, it's hard. Yeah. Dude, it's, hard. it's also, it's also read in a British accent. I'm a, a she, she's from, she, the book is, I guess based in London Ta too. Taking right? place yeah. in England. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah England. So, well, um, like I, we picked it, it couldn't be any further than who we are. Yeah, and it's people. written in. Is this eighteen hundreds? Are we in the eighteen hundreds with this book? Eighteen ten, right? eighteen twenty. Yeah. 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 So it's really, the language is different too. Mm -hmm. So some of the stuff I'm, I'm trying to think of a specifics. Some of the specifics, but like, oh. They use um, they didn't they wasn't using equal, so part of the story is about like, you know, matchmaking. It's kind of the undertone of this story, um, and it was like instead of saying find your like equal or the person that's, you know, equal to you. They used another phrase. I, I can't remember what the phrase was, but it was something that like I was kind of like. Huh? What? what the hell did yeah, that no, mean? There were there were a couple of them. There was also one for uh man, I can't I can't remember, but oh handsome. They called yeah, women. Yeah, they kept handsome. calling women handsome, yeah. And, and I like, and I picked up on that because of um they used it in uh um uh, East of Eden too. So oh, East yeah. of, East of Eden they used handsome to describe women. Women and it was well. pretty it was pretty easy like i mean you know it's pretty easy to be yeah. like oh, okay they're just using that word like it's a little old-fashioned but mm -hmm. there's a there's relative to east of eden there are quite a lot more yeah yeah, yeah. sort of old-fashioned things i did catch a joke though so the whole book is supposed to be a comedy which right now i'm having a hard time because like every single thing that happens there's a new character there's like yes. mr Mr. Darcy and Mrs. Smith and like and none of them, none of them are first names. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like you remember Jude because Jude was a first name. Yeah. 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 But I don't, I, you know, I don't remember last name. Like I remember Charles from mm -hmm. East of Eden. Who's narrating? I don't think there is a narrator. I think it's a, uh, I forget what the actual term is, but there's a term for like the, Omnipotent, that's what it is. Yeah. Omnipotent narrator. Oh, is that what that is? Because it's like a voice. It's a that voice, just like but it's inserts not... themselves every yeah. so often. And then it goes back to live action. Yeah. But it's not, yes. yeah, it's like weird. I, I, I don't know if the voice, is the voice a character? Is the voice, like, do they know the voice is there? Is it just for us? Do <sighs> you want it? The voice I'm is so just lost for us, in I the think. beginning right now. Well, it, <laughs> so because we were remember we were we were planning on doing 10, 10 chapters. Yeah, that was our plan. We were all oh, bang out ten. Yeah, we need yeah. to slow that down for at yes. least the beginning. It will settle in. I think it's going to settle in. It already started. It's already started to for me. 
right? Yeah, I'm still like lost. a little bit. I'm on chapter seven. <laughs> you're on chapter five. I'm on five. Right? Yeah, yeah, five. Yeah. And so, I don't even know. I'm, I'm trying to place people. Like Emma, I, Emma can be ten different characters, and that's also because I think one thing that the guy who read Ralph Ellison's Invisible Man did voice he changed his voice yeah. often. Yeah. Do you notice this? This lady and li- we're listening to the audio, but she 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 doesn't change her voice in a distinctive way for me. Nah. All the characters sound the same, and it could just be that she's British and that accent. I just can't get past that. But like, yeah, Emma. Every character sounds like Emma. Yeah, it's gonna take a minute. It's gonna take a minute. Yeah, I think yeah. we're just gonna have to like, like I, I'm gonna have to go back a couple chapters. Oh, I'm definitely gonna again. Go back. Like I and just try, you know, like because, like, so I usually listen to audiobooks at like 1.5, right? So I'm. Oh, like, you speed up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you I really usually, had a hard time. Yeah, well, I listen to podcasts at like 2.5. Right. So I, I listen to podcasts and they're like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so audio books, cause I want to enjoy them a little more. Right. Is typically at 1.5. I had to slow Emma down cause I couldn't remember who people were. Yeah. I oh, did, I gotta but, do that. I should slow her down. I'm gonna slow her down. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna slow take her, her down. Take her down to like 0.9. Yeah. That's what I think I'm gonna do. Cause I'm like, it's, it's moving light years speed. Yeah, and you know, like it, it just takes a minute, you know, to get used to it. And then, like, I did know it, it was I caught a joke, and she was like, they they were talking about sending the kids to school, right? The daughters to school. They were sending the daughters to school, and one of the schools that they were sending them to, they were like, they weren't turning out women that were interesting, right? Like that was the joke. <laughs> The joke was, I mean, I'm trying to like retell a joke from 1810s right now or whatever. I heard that. That was like chapter like three or four, right? Three or four. Yeah. Yeah. So I heard it. I didn't know that was a joke. So if you, so it took, I had to listen to it and then like sort of play it back in my head. What she was saying was this school isn't making women interesting or thoughtful or smarter. It's just teaching them the absolute minimum that they need to be a good wife. So the joke was that like some women don't need school. Like, you know what I mean? Like that, like it was this reflection on the fact that 1810 British society, a dull woman was more interesting or valuable or desirable than a woman who was, off for herself had opinions mm-hmm. so there have been a bunch of jokes like that that i like have realized like oh that's a joke mm. but i have to work okay. at it you know what i mean all right i'm gonna see if i can find one for the next chapter i, <laughs> I didn't hear any of them that one just sound like it, it seems serious is well, this I think book not it's british it's not is serious. that what it is it's a comedy is yeah. it the accent that's Makes me feel like everything's so serious in yeah, it. Yeah, because you think it, you. It, when, I mean, like me, I think British people. I think they're important. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, they must be important. No, dude, it's a comedy. This sounds like uh, it was like I don't watch it, but my wife does, and it was like um, immediately I just thought of Bridgerton. Oh, the yeah. show on Netflix. I just yeah, I, that's, like, like that's immediately the... I thought of. That's a hundred percent all the visuals that I have so far. Yeah, it's just like Bridgerton. Or like that and uh, 
another show I didn't watch, but I'm aware of Downtown Abbey. Yeah, yeah, Downton Abbey. Yeah, I um also are they kings, queens, no. jesters? I, I think I think they're just like upper class British people. She didn't explain the town good enough for me in the beginning. She kind of yeah. jumped right the hell in. No, she didn't. She didn't wait a beat. She didn't. You know, John Steinbeck gave you some. Oh, he would have laid it out for you. Beautiful rolling man. hills, and he like paints yeah, a picture. Yeah, yeah. She this just feels went, like, like a movie. Boom, dialogue. It feels like it feels it feels like a movie, in its speed. It feels I'm like sure. a just like a long movie. Well, where where whereas I say like even Invisible Man, who had this like very much a lot of bang and booms and like but all these like fast paces that it would go through it still told three minutes of the of i mean a three minute act it took them like sometimes two and a half chapters to yeah. tell this is like the pace oh, we're of here dialogue. now we're like this is the pace of dialogue yeah, yeah. now we're, now we're like already six months ahead i'm like what the heck i'm like what's, what is going on well, I, I think that up. that, I think that that is a because it's a dialogue-driven book, like you noticed, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think, b like maybe that's how it, like it a lot was of the books then. from, you know, you're talking about 1800, right? Like, yeah, yeah, Shakespeare, and and she's a woman writer, right? Like, when I know that like Dickens, all his books, he wrote them like. They were actually like magazines, right? Like, like little pamphlets that were maybe like twenty pages, mm. and so those twenty pages would be released, and then the next twenty pages would be released, and the next twenty. So it was sold like almost like a serial kind of, you know, like a like a, like a magazine. Mm. So I wonder like what impact like that the era had on the style of writing as well. Like I just don't true, know enough. True. I don't know enough. Yeah. Know? Well, I'm excited because it, it's it's definitely a book that's gonna test, putting to work, you know, me a little bit here, which is exciting in itself. So I'm looking forward to that part for sure. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm definitely uncomfortable like trying to pick it apart and. Like, oh yeah, I don't know. From a writer's standpoint, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, having I, a hard time I, so far. But I'll I blame this. myself right now. I, I think the writers, you know, like I just think I'm not advanced enough yet. To, like I haven't been challenged in this way, and yeah. I think the writer's fine. I think it's it's really just me. I need yeah, well, I need to pick it up. The, the the shift it's a shift, right? Because the thing that's gotten me is that I can't tell the characters apart. That's the biggest Same thing here. that's gotten me so far. And so I think for like the value for me at this point early, because soon I'll know who the characters are and I'll get it right. But right mm -hmm. now I don't. So going back and like listening to a couple chapters again, like to really kind of like drill home. Okay. This is this person and this is Smith and that Smith is this like, cause they, they switch between their first name or Mrs. Smith. And that's, yeah. it's hard for me to remember who Mrs. Smith I'm gonna, is. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to have to take notes. It's time to chart this thing like a Sixers preseason game, baby. <laughs> I need to get <laughs> um, yo, so you want to hear my adventures? Of of the sous vide, oh yeah. I I first of all, I want to thank you and like maybe four other people in my life 
who that have been like, you need this. Kept telling me, <laughs> like kept saying it. Like you would say it a few times on here. You would just be like, yeah, sous First, you were you were a crockpot man for a while. Mm. You, you were you were a big crockpot man for a while. Long time. And, and then at some point, you switched to the sous vide. And I remember just being like, oh yeah, sous vide. And and just kept it moving. I think you might have been the first person. No, no, you know what? It was a guy that I work with in um in uh Philly, one of the Philly okay. stores. And um he he was telling me about it. That was the first guy. This was back in twenty nineteen, is when he was telling me about it. Then you and then a bunch of people in the store I am at, I'm at now was telling me, Oh, and a lady in a Delaware store. I know all the people. I know all the people, and I want to say right. thank you. Yep, I want to <laughs> say thank you to to all. I can even name them: Frank in in, in the Philly store, you right here, uh, Katie, Katie in the uh, in the Delaware store, and then uh, Lori and Carl in this store. Uh, I remember all of you very well, and I want to thank all of you for you telling me about the sous vide. Because it makes and chicken constantly breast delicious. Bruh. It makes chicken breast delicious. But, uh, I mean, pork tenderloin, stay, uh, uh, you go down the list. It makes, makes any, it all delicious. It turns a flank steak into freaking filet mignon. It's unbelievable. Flank steak. No, it, ta- it, it takes, takes a flank steak. It you takes put a top cheap, sirloin boring in there. Cuts of meat, and it turns it into. Amazing! Really it it's, it's amazing cuts of meat. It is. I'm gonna do a top sirloin just to see. Like top sirloin is like it's pretty much that and flank are are flank you eating like a freaking fajita. You know like you, you don't even do. eat that do, by itself. You got to do. I heard London tenders. broil is another one. Oh turkey! I mean, turkey how could tenders, it not be good? Man. How could it not be good? Turkey tenders are delicious, but they're 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 so hard to cook perfectly that you, you mm. end up with these two ends that are super dry. How can it not be good? It has been, I've already been gifting other people this gift, like showing it out, like taking it to people's house and just being like, oh my God, you got to try it. Like I've become, you know, like a spokesperson for the sous vide. I've become the spokesperson for the sous vide. And we're doing, we're doing a lot of chicken breast on salad right now. Yeah. And I mean, chicken breast on salad is nobody's favorite meal. You know what I mean? Like, Everybody wants pizza or, you know, big elaborate meals. Nobody wants chicken breast on salad. However, this is going to eat chicken breast on salad. This is the best way to do it. It is my mm, last person I gave it to was like, this is, um, what did he, what did he say? He said, what's the steak? I gave him a pork tenderloin medallion. I did little medallions with the pork tenderloin. He's like, what kind of steak is this? And I was like, no, that's not steak. That's pork tenderloin. He was like, what? He's like, I thought this was filet mignon. Like he. Because it's so, it, it falls it apart um, and it's not dry at all. Um, oh my God. We no, did creme brulee. We just did creme brulee in it. Oh uh, yeah. Have you done, have you done a cheesecake in it yet? No, but I, I saw that. Ice cream. I haven't, I haven't done any of those, but I want to do the, uh, the eggs. I did the mm-hmm. eggs. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. I did the eggs. 
the best part about it, I did it with a little spinach, some tomatoes, some mushrooms, and a couple cheeses. All those flavors, it like, it, it marries the flavors. Like it, it even ignites the flavors. So it's not just the fact that it's um, quick and texture, but the flavors like all awaken inside of this jar. And it was just, and it took 35, 40 minutes. Yeah. And you, and you don't, and you don't have, shower. and you're not in front of it. And no, you're not just go get in the shower. You can get it ready the night before. That's what one of the people are telling me. Oh, they just make like, you know, a few each night and then drop them into the water, go hop in the shower, get dressed. And right before they get in their car, they, they eat a couple of them for breakfast. Well, I know that people make them and they'll put them in a the freezer. Yeah, that, and all of just, that. They'll just microwave them in the morning, and then like, yeah, it, it's a, it's great. I haven't, I haven't gotten that far down the the eggs path, right. but that that's where I want to go. I'm eggs. all over right now. I'm I'm doing everything. The other day I had steak, pork, chicken, uh, all <laughs> in it at the same time, and fish. I just like I just keep trying new stuff. I'm pushing every limit of this thing. Yeah. I'm doing ribs soon. Are you I'm watching the YouTube ribs. channels? I'm watching everything. Yeah, the YouTube channels. I, I just bought a, I just bought a, a, a freaking uh, food torch. Well, this thing's oh, more yeah. than a so food can, torch. So you can light up the stuff. So I can sear right. it right after. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I just bought a freaking torch that I'm like sitting here holding this torch. Like it's a big ass torch, because uh, I wanted something powerful enough to be able to sear a nice piece of steak, you know, and just hit it. And this thing has some power, and I, you know, like I'm, I'm freaking. It's uh I can't tell you how like and crazy the, it is. The thing is, is it's so easy, dumb easy. It's so easy. Like anyone like who doesn't have, and it's cheap, and a hundred bucks. I mean, yeah, we're lucky, right? We have good paying jobs, and, and we've we've gotten to a good point in our life where a hundred bucks is whatever, you know. But Bruh. compared to what you normally pay for kitchen appliances, like. If you want to get a new microwave, that's three fifty. Yeah. Well, how you about this? I mean? Don't even get the hundred buck one. They got them for fifty. I don't know what the quality of some of those are. Yeah. But if you if you want to start at fifty because you're like you're literally just boiling water and at a temperature and just maintain. It's not even like you could essentially do it yourself if you want to spend all day dropping one drop of cold water in to maintain the temperature of, of the water for the entire time. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's not, I, I would probably, now that I understand it, I would probably trust a $50 machine. Like, if they could get the temperature of the water to the temperature that it needs to be, and nothing else matters. I mean, the yeah, beauty I mean, it of might all just, these, It might just break or whatever. Yeah, I'm about to say, that's the thing. Maybe it breaks sooner. Um, I, use, the, I use mine like three, four times a week at least. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I shit. I've used it every day this week. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. I'm hooked, man. I'm hooked. Um, love it. Love to hear. But it. yeah, you know, like it's literally just heating up water. Yeah, it's not doing. Cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, it's an awesome gift. So tune in next week to Emma and more sous vide cooking tips. That's our new show. Is British yeah. <laughs> British authors British sous vide. And sous vide cooking tips. Uh, yo, it's great, man. Get a freaking soup. I'm I'm screaming yeah. from the mountaintops. You know me and my food appliances. Yeah, I, no, I, I love them. I love all the tricks. I was at uh, visiting uh, some family in Maryland, 
and their uh <clears throat> their tr- the way that they their kitchen is like they get all the gadgets so we mm-hmm. always just like trading off what's the gadget you got what the gadget what's here's the new gadget i got and they got like this cheese cutter i'm like i'm, I'm getting it i don't even drink alcohol um he has this uh s- this smoker to smoke your drinks like like it's just i love kitchen gadgets sure love them but this one love you them. use oh i i use them all because i'm just sick like that like i i'm like crazy about gadgets like kitchen gadgets are my favorite thing like they're my favorite thing i'm online every week i get suckered by a kitchen gadget um and i do use them because i'm like it's just fun it's yeah. fun as hell man I'm about to go work on the blacktop right now. Just, just go. cause. Fucking, I, I love it, man. Stay the course. So, uh, yes, where can people find us? Uh, they can find us at theprocessisblackandwhite.com, and they can search us on all the social media platforms at the process is black and white. We'll pop right up. All right, I'll plug you in for email. Yep, you got it, bro. <laughs>